The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, good morning everyone and welcome. So, one of the things that's helpful in life and in this practice that we do is to have a reference point that helps us to see what is happening. That um, if uh, it's one thing to have the currents of the mind just spinning along as if that's normal, and sometimes we don't even see how fast or how quickly our mind is spinning, or we don't see what the mind is doing, uh, and um, because it becomes normal or we're so distracted or caught up in it that we don't see clearly what's happening. But if you have a reference point, you can see something. So one example would be, <clears throat> uh, it has, has happened to me once upon a time, that um, of uh, driving my car, and then, oh no, the light just turned red. I have to stop. Do I really have to stop? <laughs> I have to stop. So I stop, and sometimes the red light is long. Only then do I notice that I'm impatient. Only then do I notice that I'm tense because I'm trying to hurry to get some I'm late for someplace. The reference point of the stopping helps me to really look and see what is happening here. And um, so, so for some people, just sitting down to meditate and closing your eyes maybe and being still, not moving, is kind of equivalent to the red light. And so, oh, now I know. And sometimes meditation then is a time to catch up to oneself. There's, you, you know, the, we have these emotions, we have feelings, we have concerns, and we're so busy we don't even notice. But when we stop, we're, oh, that's what's happening. I was too busy to notice that I was sad. I was too busy to notice that I was insecure. And I was just so busy trying to prove myself that I didn't notice the underlying insecurity. And so, the, um, and so to have a reference point, so the reference point of stopping is a very powerful one. And some people find that doing that in daily life, pausing even for three breaths, is a powerful way to check in. It's the reference point of stopping for three breaths. Oh, I didn't know what was going on. And if you can't stop for three breaths, that's a very important reference point to find to discover about yourself. And then you, then you should probably do some reflection and consider what's going on with me that I can't even stop for three breaths. So, um, so the... Um, so there are, and then there's things you can do in daily life that uh, can become reference points. And uh, there's all kinds of ordinary things. Some people, it's eating. Uh, you could eat mindfully. That's one thing. Would do slowly, mindfully, clearly. But you could also use eating as that stopping. If you're going to eat alone, do you turn on the radio? Do you have a radio and the news on on your on your device and you know you're kind of multitasking doing all kinds of things so what do you do? what about just eating independent of 
eating mindfully, just only eating. I think for a lot of people in our culture now, doing only something simple as eating and wasting your time, not being efficient, not trying to get all the things done that you have to do while you eat, is kind of a foreign idea, unfortunately. So just to eat, to have that the time where you stop long enough, okay, find out what's going on. What's really going on here? What's happening? The, um, so these reference points, there's a lot of reference points that we can use. A reference point that I use a lot, or actually two of them that are related, I use ease as a reference point. Am I at ease right now? And uh, just that question, am I at ease? Well, if I pay attention, no, I'm not. Now that I know I'm not at ease, then I can ask the question, well, Gil, what do you, what do you want to do about it? And maybe sometimes the answer is nothing. <laughs> just I have to take care of these things. You know, I don't know how to. I don't know how to do both. I just have to take care of this. When I had li- young kids at home, um, you know, the, the question of you know, coming finding my ease again. I think I'll do it after I've taken care of this kid who's thrown up everywhere, all over, and is crying. And and uh, I'm not at ease, but this is not the time to deal with it. And so, and later I can deal with it. So there's all kinds of things that, but you know, once you know you're, you're not at ease, then you can ask the question, well, now what? Do I go along with it, lack of ease? Do I shift? Do, what do I want to do here? And, um, and or what would, ease, um, uh, what would ease look like? Sometimes I find it very helpful to recognize that I actually am at ease because I can be kind of engaged with what I'm doing and not really, re- oh, recognize, oh, I'm actually kind of relaxed here and easeful. And, and that actually supports how I continue doing what I'm doing so I don't get, don't lose that ease or I find a more, sometimes a more grace, graceful way of doing it because, oh, there's that ease. Let it be now that, let that kind of inform how I'm going to do things. So I use sometimes the concept and the feeling of ease or lack of ease as a very important reference point for myself. And it's kind of a generic thing, the word ease. Uh, it's kind of like everything has some degree of ease or lack of ease in it. So it's a very useful category. But for me, it's a category which is very forgiving. It's very generous. It's like, uh, even like, am I calm or not calm? It comes a lot, along with a lot of baggage. Like, you should be supposed to be calm, or I'm a meditation teacher, I'm supposed to be calm. And, and you know, so there's some categories which, you know, we have this baggage that comes along with it. But for me, ease is one that has very little. It's just, just nice. So maybe there's a different word for you. What, but what reference point do you want to use? The other reference point that's very important for me, and, and I, it takes the form of another question I ask myself, am I, suffer, am I suffering right now? And, um, and that's a very important question. Am I suffering? <clears throat> and if I do, then my preferred strategy would be the bumper sticker, I stop for suffering. Uh, then I want to take a look. What's going on here? <clears throat> if I'm not suffering, then the then I say, okay, I just continue doing what I'm doing, and I don't have to. I, you know, I could do it 
I can continue with whatever it's doing innocently until I ask the question again. And that's also, suffering is also one of these suffering, suffering less, suffering more, not suffering, suffering. That's um, a, um, also one of these universal reference points because you know, it's, it's always the case that either you're suffering, I don't know, there's like three options. You're suffering, you're not suffering, and you're kind of suffering. <laughs> you're in between the two. And, uh, and, uh, and so to just ask those, have these questions as reference points. And more, the que- more than the questions, the experience of it, the experience of ease, the experience of unease, the experience of suffering, the experience of absence of it or a lessening of it. Um, you know, sometimes, oh, it's, yeah, I'm suffering, but it's pretty mild. And, and to, for me to mi- suffer mildly, this is like, we should be celebrating. So, you know, okay, good. I'm not going to beat myself up because I'm suffering just a little bit, given where, how I usually am. So anyway, so, so, so a reference point. And sometimes we really need reference points to understand our life, to see what's going on. Uh, sometimes without that reference point, uh, we won't know what's really going on. It's too easy to kind of, you know, uh, they say, you know, the fish doesn't see the ocean that it swims in. I don't know if that's true. I don't, no, the fish has never, the fish have never told us. But, um, but the, um, but, you know, we, we can be kind of swimming in our own preoccupations, concerns, judgments, conceits, all kinds of things. And we, it just operates kind of, sometimes some, some of these things, ways we operate, are ancient. We carry it with us from early in our life. Certain conceits, so this is who I am, this is what I need, this is what it means to be me and for you to be you and what's supposed to happen between us. These are deeply embedded in culture and in families and experiences we have at a very young age. And so it can seem like this is built into the fabric of the universe that I should be this way. But maybe not. And so we need to have a very good reference point sometimes to be able to see what's going on. And for vipassana practice, insight practice, uh, when it begins to mature, it's kind of like there becomes a, a very deep stillness in the mind or in the heart, very deep kind of quietude or peace or stillness that allows us to see some of the deepest ways that we take for granted. We think that just, we don't even know we're doing it because it's so built into, as I say, the conceit or the sense of self is so deeply conditioned that we don't even know it's there. But when we can get really quiet and clear, then we see the movement of the mind. We see the movements of the conceit or the ideas of self in a way that isn't accessible in daily life. So it gives us a new reference point. And so every step along the way of becoming a little bit calmer, a little bit more at ease, a little bit suffering less, is a wonderful step that then provides a richer, fuller reference point to see what often we don't see. We see it, and maybe then we become a little calmer or clearer or kinder or 
more forgiving or more accepting or more easeful or, you know, it's all these things that we could, uh, how we can understand each other. And that gives us a new new reference point that we see things we didn't see before. And, and so over time, uh, we see more and more through these deepening, growing reference points that we can have for our practice that supports the mindfulness. So may you have a nice reference point. May this practice provide it for you that uh, supports you in your life and supports you in the path of this practice that we do. So thank you. So now we're going to do the 